If I had a phrase to describe perhaps maybe the last five years or so from what I've personally seen happen in the world and our country, it would be echo chamber. <laughs> we don't like to listen to other people that disagree with us. We feel attacked. We feel that we're being judged. We feel that other people feel judged when we disagree with them. Nobody likes to be confronted with how somebody disagrees with them. No, nobody likes that. I think that it can be very uncomfortable. And I think that we just honestly have, we have not developed this skill. A lot of people haven't to know how to disagree, but also to see somebody else's perspective and why they believe what they do, consider that and then create an opinion and a, a way to speak to them knowing their point of view. Some of the wisest people I know and have ever met and I have seen talk to others, speak to others and how they treat others do just this thing. They expose themselves to contrary points of views because it makes them smarter, it makes them wiser, especially with how they interact with one another. Now I'm going to specifically give you five reasons today on why I think it's a really, really healthy, good, wise idea for people to expose themselves to contrary views. Now right off the bat, I'm gonna tell you, this is not my original idea. This whole video, got inspired by a post by my friend Rob Bowman. If you don't know who Rob Bowman is, you should. There are times that I talk about people who are a lot smarter than me and have taught me a lot uh, through their writings, through their books. Rob Bowman is one of them. He has written many books, but one of my personal favorites is called Putting Jesus in His Place, the case for the deity of Jesus. I had to read this book in seminary and write a book review on it. I highly recommend this book. All of his information I will put in the description box below. He has a Faith Thinkers website as well. I highly recommend that you go check it out. He also has an apologetics book club on Facebook. Everything that I'm gonna share with you today is completely inspired by a post that he made about this very subject. This is something I think about often. I find myself frustrated, if I'm honest, at the lack of willingness to see other perspectives, consider them, and then grow from that. I think people, I don't know if they're afraid to do it. I don't know if they're afraid that they're gonna get in an argument or fight with somebody else. But the longer that time goes on, I've noticed that sometimes people are just getting farther and farther and farther away in their little echo chambers and wanna be around people that agree with them and voice back to them what they wanna hear and won't consider other perspectives. And same with other people in other echo chambers all over, doesn't matter their perspective. Personally, for me, I think that this is kind of a tragedy. I learn a lot from people that don't agree with me. And the way that Rob depicts this in this post, I'm gonna break down for you and I'm gonna share with you each part of his post. And I'm gonna share with you why I think it's absolute wisdom. Number one, understand what the subject is, not just have an opinion on it. The way that Rob puts it is, I want to understand the subject, not just have my own opinion. 
and working through what others say about it helps me understand things better. And he quotes Proverbs 18.2. This is what the scripture says. It says, a fool takes no pleasure in understanding, but only in expressing his opinion. For years, I've kind of had this motto, if you will, it's to seek first to understand then be understood. A lot of times people can get very angry and frustrated and lash out before they really understand the position of the person that they're arguing against. This is admittedly very difficult when you don't agree with somebody because it causes this inner ickiness because it it takes us out of our comfort zone and it makes us think about what we believe and look at it from somebody else's perspective on why they don't believe what we do. The point is, is that if you can understand the perspective of somebody else, not only are you going to be more empathetic in your response, but you're going to be wiser about it. You're going to know where they're coming from and that's a good thing. It overall can help you understand the argument and situation better. Number two, understanding your opposition's point of view is a fantastic witnessing tool. This is how Rob put it. He said, understanding someone else's point of view is a prerequisite to engaging them on the subject. And he quotes Proverbs 18, 13. This is what the scripture says. It says, if one gives an answer before he hears, it is his folly and his shame. Basically what this means is that if you're going to start spouting off your opinions and arguments without really understanding the facts first, you're going to look really bad. Whenever I personally see this, it's because I see that people are reacting in an emotional place and they don't want to see the facts. And this goes on both sides. Remember the echo chambers. The echo chamber solidifies what you already know. You're not used to hearing a contrary opinion, but when you do, it's checking what you believe. It's putting in check what you do believe, and you can really get some good people skills along the way. In my experience, let me tell you how this can really, really pay off for you when you're trying to reach somebody for Christ. First, when you understand what your opposition believes and you correctly understand that, then you can actually use that to your advantage. To give you an example on this, when I was first into ministry, I got into ministry around 2011 and the first religion I really learned a lot about was Jehovah's Witnesses. And I learned a lot from people that had been in ministry a lot longer than me. And one of the biggest things they taught me was people skills, how to talk to a Jehovah's Witness. There's an actual wrong way and right way to do this. But it always begin with understanding their religion properly. It always began with knowing what they really believed. Because then if you understood their language, if you understood their mindset, You knew exactly how you sounded to them when you said certain things. Taking that wisdom and that language, you then can use it to your advantage. Now, let me give you a really quick example on what I mean by this. They don't, for example, believe that Jesus died on the cross. They believe he died on a stake. And they don't believe that Jesus died for personal sin, that he only died for Adam's sin Um, And you have to basically work 
and do works in the organization for your salvation to keep that up. Now, knowing that and their emphasis on how they view salvation and how they view the watchtower, the organization, and how they view the cross, I then can talk to them with understanding of their position. I then can say that Jesus didn't just die for Adam's sin, he died for your sin as well. And it's because I understand their belief. I don't go in to a conversation with somebody that has opposing beliefs without first knowing their position. If I'm talking to an atheist, I want to know what they believe as an atheist. What, do they believe Jesus is a myth? Why? Why do you believe he's a myth? Give me information on that. Let me gather this information for my apologetic witnessing arsenal. Because the more I know, the more I'm going to understand their position, the more empathy I'm going to have, and the more I'm going to personalize this person that I'm talking to. And I think the biggest problem people have with, with this particular one is um, they take it personally. I think they get really emotional and it's hard for them to hear an opposing viewpoint. And that's one reason why I'm doing this video. My hope and my prayer is that we can grow from this, that we can learn from somebody as, as what I would consider to be wisdom from Rob uh, about these, these types of things. Number three, you might learn something that you didn't know before. Rob puts it this way. He says, I'm likely to learn something from those with a different viewpoint. And he quotes Proverbs 18 verses 15. The scripture says an intelligent heart acquires knowledge and the ear of the wise seeks knowledge. If you notice, Proverbs 18 is a really good chapter to read about this. This is scripture saying that you're smart if you're always ready and willing to learn. You're open for more knowledge. You're open to understanding. And I think that that's wise. I think that sometimes people can be in a personal bubble of maybe bitterness uh, when it comes to viewing a different point of view. They look at the other person that has a different perspective than they do as the enemy. And likewise, they don't like you. <laughs> because you might believe this or you might hold this position and you don't agree with it because of that. And it's very emotional. And I think that when we operate in that world, when we're in that mindset, it complicates things. And this is why I love the Proverbs that Rob has quoted is it's from the Bible. Like it's, it's wisdom. These are people skills. You're looking at a person, not as your enemy. Now, I am going to say this, there are times that we do need to fight a battle, that we do actually need to argue, that we need to stand up for a certain position. But when everything is a fight, when a battle is made out of every opposing position, in my opinion, you're part of the problem. We must know how to pick and choose our battles. If 90% of the conversations you're having with people that, that have differing beliefs than you. If 90% of those conversations are arguments or fights, and because you're engaging in that, in my opinion, you're doing something wrong. I definitely think that there are times that we do need to maybe engage in 
a contentious argument, but I think it's minimal. Now, before I gave an example of Jehovah's Witnesses, people that I do not theologically agree with, but I pray for them and I love them and I wanna hear what they believe, why they believe it. I do the same thing with Mormons. I actually have a story about an atheist friend <laughs> with this perspective. Now, this is years and years ago, but this particular friend of mine, they knew my spiritual position and I knew theirs. And we had an opportunity one time where we sat and talked for three hours. And all we did was set the foundation for what we believed. Why are you an atheist? What, what does that mean that you believe that? Oh, okay, but wait, what does that mean? So what do you do about this? And then they did the same thing with me. And we left that night really good friends. And we remained friends for years. We always joked back and forth about how we completely misunderstood each other for the longest time. What they understood about Christianity was nothing like what they had learned, what it really was about. That really is the essence of this point that I'm making, is that whenever you approach somebody with love and understanding on trying to just see what they believe, it can take you far, it can take them far. Now this brings me to number four, you might find out that you were wrong about something. Rob says the same thing, and he quotes Proverbs 18:17. The one who states his case first seems right until the other one comes and examines him. For, for me personally, this is a very important point. I think that I would be embarrassed if I was representing somebody else's beliefs incorrectly. I would first want to understand what they believe and really know that that is the correct belief. And then I would be able to speak uh, to some degree of, of knowledge about that position because I had learned a lot about it. I love the word in this scripture about examining things. Another translation says cross-examined. Uh, it's a judicial term. I like that because then you can hear from the defense and the prosecution and then really develop an educated idea of the position that you hold as well as understanding the opposing position. If they're gonna take my beliefs seriously, if they're going to consider my position and express it correctly, I wanna do the same for others. This is kind of like a pride check thing. We need to kind of put ourselves under a lens of possibly being wrong. And nobody likes that, Christian or not. Nobody likes to be in a position where, oh man, I was really wrong about that. But I think it's really telling whenever we can kind of take a step back and, and welcome that and allow ourselves to be educated as time goes on. And hopefully we'll know more later on down the line than we did now, but we have to be open to that. This brings me to the last point, point number five. You can avoid unnecessarily offending people. Rob says it this way, listening to and understanding others helps me avoid unnecessarily offending them. And he quotes Proverbs 18, 19. The scripture says this, a brother offended is more unyielding than a strong city and quarreling is like the bars of a castle. It's really difficult to win somebody back after you unnecessarily offended them. I know that there are people watching right now that might have had somebody get really mad at you for a position that you didn't even believe. The sad part is that a lot of us have done the same thing. We've never really taken the time to understand a position first 
and then automatically making assumptions about that position or that belief because maybe we're angry, maybe we're upset. But whenever you take the time and slow down to hear them and listen to them, then you might find out, wow, I misunderstood them. And then you can engage in a more quality way. Now, if you have followed me for any amount of time, you know that I'm not one for like an unhealthy unity. I, I think that there's times that we need to have hard conversations, but how we have those hard conversations matters. I think taking the wisdom that Rob has in this post, the wisdom from scripture, um, Proverbs has a lot to say about these, these types of conversations, these types of arguments. I think we can learn and get back to a place where we can have fruitful discussions and fruitful disagreements. Of course, there's a caveat with this. I am not saying that we need to live in an unhealthy unity with people or that we should avoid fighting or avoid disagreements in all cases. And I'm obviously not saying that we should be agreeable with everybody that we disagree with. We're not looking to be agreeable. We're looking to be respectful. We're looking to learn something. We're looking to maybe see if there's a better way to communicate. I really hope that this has helped. I'm so happy that Rob gave me permission to, to make a video about his post. I highly recommend, again, checking out his stuff. And Rob, I wanna thank you personally in this video for letting me use your post to elaborate on it. I hope that I have brought it justice. Thank you guys so much for watching. Let me know if you agree or disagree in the comments below. God bless you all.